Hello, and welcome to Beyond the Benefits with Savoy. My name is Chris Vanderwalk. I'm the Senior Vice President of Employer Services and Compliance. And with me today is Anthony Lividini, a Business Development Specialist out of our New Jersey office. Anthony, thank you for coming in today. Thank you for having me, Chris. So before we dive into what you do here at Savoy Associates, tell me a little bit about yourself. What do you do when you're not working? So uh, come from a big Italian family. I love spending time with my family when I'm not at work. I love traveling, love golfing, even though I'm not very good. But more importantly, I, I try to just kind of sharpen my skill set on industry and whatnot. So when you're not working, you're working. Yeah, well, <laughs> just brushing up on little things here and there, trying to learn a little bit more about. So before we get to work, you said you travel. Where's your favorite place? If you've been more than one place, it's a hard question to answer. I'd say Italy, I think, is probably one of my favorites. I've only been there a handful of times, but every time I go there, trying to experience different regions and different areas and always get a kick out of culture and especially the food. I've not been to Italy. I've been close. I've been as far as Monaco, spent a lot of time in Spain, and I, I love Mediterranean Europe. It's absolutely beautiful. So let's pivot back to work. What does a business development specialist do at Savoy Associates? I focus on our, our existing broker partners and new broker partners. I'm just trying to find the most most efficient, effective ways for them to build their own businesses and win new business. Try and strategize and consult with groups and brokers to, to figure out what they may be doing or what they may be able to do best or better than they're currently. Just trying to make sure that they have all the tools and resources available and that they're taking advantage of all of the departments and all of the resources that Savoy offers so they can benefit so we're talking cross-selling, we're talking prospecting and marketing and all the different aspects that go into a broker driving their revenue. Correct. And so with that, what are some of your like favorite resources that you refer to brokers? So I, I love our compliance team. Huge resource for not only me to take advantage of. You're not just saying that because I'm here. No, not just because <laughs> of you, but I, I rely heavily on our compliance team on a daily basis for helping me in um, different areas that I might not be comfortable with or helping me answer questions that I don't know the answers to. And they're a huge resource for not only me to take advantage of, but our broker partners as well. I mean, I love our marketing team. Our marketing team has always been great. Huge for, again, not only me, but for our broker partners to utilize. Yeah, big shout out to our compliance and marketing teams. They are a bunch of professionals that go into work every day and absolutely hit the cover off the ball. They know what they're doing and they are a resource that I count on every single day. So what's your favorite part of your role at Savoy Associates? So I learn something new every day. I love the people I work with. I love the culture over here at Savoy. More importantly, I love helping brokers and small businesses, just trying to take away some of the unknowns and some of the fears of the insurance and, and benefits industry with our expertise. Beautiful. How long have you been in the business and how did you get here? How did you end up in the insurance industry? So been in the business for, well, I've been in the industry for about 13 years now. I got in the industry myself. I had a, a pretty big skiing accident, shattered my face broke my, my nose, my cheekbone, my jaw. I was straight out of college. Wow. And it was, I had to get facial reconstructive surgery. So it was a, a, pretty, a pretty big medical cost for me at the end of the day. I was in sales at the time. And the, the 
I was nervous that I didn't have the money to pay for the facial reconstructive mm-hmm. surgery. It sounds uh, expensive. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I was I was fortunate enough that I had a pretty rich benefits package. Um, I also had a great broker partner that kind of helped me through the ups and downs. And I also was working with an HRA at the time that really helped me to pay for some of those out-of-pocket expenses. So something that I was terrified of actually turned out to be a positive. And I learned from that experience that uh, not, not all of it has to be scary. You know, if you consult with the experts and kind of learn the ins and outs of your benefits package, and you don't rush into getting services or procedures done or facial reconstructive surgery for the first expert that comes your way. There's, there's ways of navigating these benefits to make sure that your, your out-of-pocket expenses are, are minimal at the end of the day. So what I thought was going to be a, a huge out-of-pocket expense turned out to be very little. And I wanted to help others and try and navigate that as well. It's a testament to you and a testament to what this industry can do. I've I've heard, I've asked people that question for years. How did you get in the business? Because for so many people, it's not on purpose. Some people, they are, but a lot of people end up in insurance somehow. And yours is the first story I've heard about somebody having such a positive experience with their health benefits. But I'm sure it's not the only story out there. And it's a testament to you both to be able to overcome that challenge and to what benefits professionals can do to help people overcome what could be the biggest challenge they'll ever face. Absolutely. What keeps you motivated every day? Uh, So my family, my professional life as well. You know, I I, uh, always strive to be better and sharpen my skills. So I think Motivation is I want to be able to provide the most for my family, but also for my friends and my colleagues as well. So you're you're motivated by by service of others, and that's a fire that will keep you burning for a very long time. That's excellent. What advice do you have for people starting out in the industry? They're going into maybe their first fourth quarter, or they're going into their first renewal cycle. It's their first day, first month, first week, first year even as an insurance or employee benefits professional? What would you tell those people? Great question. I would say, you know, don't be afraid to ask questions. You know, find maybe a, uh, a mentor or an expert and professional in any particular marketplace that you're not comfortable with and uh, latch onto them and just try and learn from their experiences and from their expertise. I think that it's important for anyone starting out new in the industry to understand that there are stressful quarters or stressful times of the years, but it does get better. And once you get one of them under your belt, everyone after that is just par for the course. I like that. Ask questions and and get some experience and you'll be better prepared for the future. So over the next 12 to 18 months, what do you see as the biggest things that people in our industry should keep an eye on? I would say I think legislation, you know, there's a lot of legislation and movement or to be passed in the near future, that's definitely to change our industry, some for better, some for worse, just to kind of keep your finger on the pulse in our industry, make sure that you're keeping an idea with vendor partners and carrier partners and any particular changes that may be in the hopper coming along in the near future. Yeah, I feel we were both around when the ACA came into being and it seemed like a new rule every 20 minutes was coming out and it was hard to keep up with and COVID happened and we went through it, it seemed like even faster mm-hmm. because everything was an emergency instead of a deliberate rollout of a big law. And it just seems like the pace hasn't slowed down since March of 2020 when all the emergency rules went into effect. 
So yeah, legislation and changing markets are a huge thing. If you could wave a magic wand and change any one thing about our industry, what would it be? I think maybe transparency and education for those people. You know, I, I, I always saw insurance, even myself, as something that um, it's nice to have, but you don't really want it until you actually need it. You know, it may just mm -hmm. be an, an expense that you're not taking into consideration. And it's one of those things that I feel not everyone really takes a deep dive at their current plan design or their current benefits package or even the benefits that their employer offers. And just by getting a better understanding as to some of the resources that are made available to you, some of the benefits that you may have on the table, you're not only benefiting yourself, but you're benefiting any of your dependents or your family members that may be covered in your plan. And cost, you know, I think a lot of our industry is very cost driven. I'd love to see lower costs for some prescription drugs and just make it a little bit more affordable for small businesses at the end of the day. So I know a lot of my clients have difficulties even offering a, a small group health plan just based on the price point. And it's one of those things that I think everyone should take into consideration. And there's a lot to benefit from having, even just if it's not the richest benefits package, even have some sort of a catastrophic package in place for your employees if need be. All gets back to education, understanding what's out there. Your, your employee benefits package is a huge component of your compensation if you're an employee or a huge component of your budget if you're an employer. It's probably the second biggest item after payroll for most employers. They pay more for health insurance than they do for rent. And especially now with remote workforces. So yeah, effort and education, understanding what's out there and how to use it. Think back to the story you opened up with. You needed a professional to help you understand how to avoid bankruptcy and understand that you had a great package that could help you out. But had you gone and not had the help of a qualified professional to help you get through it, it might've worked out differently. So yeah, education is a big part of that. Well, Anthony, I wanna thank you for coming in today. I really enjoy every opportunity we get to work together. Those meetings we go out to brokers. I love watching you in action and it has been a pleasure to talk to you today. Thanks for coming in. Thanks, Chris.